You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Defiance After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Defiance After Show. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Scott Moore. Lay down some rhymes. Here we I'm go. Here, yeah. Okay. Spines in the house. With Matt Lieberman. It was so close. I thought you were actually going to give me some rhymes. Opening I up. Was, with, open, I was. I know. I oh, it's well, well, it's fine. I have to go uh, into it. Bing is for doing, and we are doing another Defiance after show, opening up to the uh, to the strings of one Mr. Bob Dylan. Yeah, I can't go wrong with opening to that. Scarlet Town by Bob Dylan, mm-hmm. which closed this episode of Defiance, which I just want to say right off the bat, um, isn't it the best feeling in the world when uh, your faith in a series pays off. Yes. You know, you see a a pilot, it's got promise, Mm -hmm. but you have no idea whether or not the ensuing show is going to really be any good. And the show has gotten better every week until this episode, the jump in quality Mm -hmm. just exploded for me. What an excellent piece of television. Yeah, I think this episode was sort of the the turning point to me too. Yeah. Just so much going on. My God, I don't even know where to begin, but there was... it was the the turning point, the defining moment to me. The defining now moment. I'm, now I'm in it now, and I'm 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 here all the way. Yeah, the defining so, moment of defiance. So yes. this is episode four. A well respected man. Uh, we're doing this out of our normal time yeah, slot. Yeah, so it's like extra special bonus fun times here. Bonus fun times, just because we're trying to get caught up, mm-hmm. uh, and now we are. And I'm so glad we did this because what a great episode. Yeah, uh, we so got. Good. Lots of rich character development. Mm-hmm. We got conflict from just about every key member of the cast. Uh, we had some mythology deepen. Mm-hmm. We had uh, a fair bit of uh, action. We got to see our old pal, the Bio Man, again. Yeah. Um, lots and lots of good stuff. Lots so, of stuff going on. Jam-packed into one episode. Yeah. Here. So let's just jump right in. Uh, so Nolan and Kenya, the we open... On them having uh, super fun bedroom mm-hmm. times, and she does not want his jaja because she, no, she doesn't. because she enjoys everything else mm-hmm. so much. She wants him to be her not boyfriend. Yes, yes. No, no labels, but no paying either. Yeah, because mm-hmm. she's she's fun and, and he's fun. Yeah, which good for them mm-hmm. until of course mm-hmm. you know Amanda walks in. Uh, or, and she's like, the look on her face when she asks Jared, the Liberata, mm-hmm. you know, where he is, and he's in Kenya's room. Yeah, I love she's it. Like, he's in room 106. Yeah. She's like, what is he doing in my sister's room? Yeah. Well, you know, girl, what he is doing. Come mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get a little more into sort of, uh, like, the fun politics mm-hmm. of, you know, the mayor's sister being a, a prostitute or being yes. a night porter. A night porter, which and, I, I do yeah. like that. I think I'm now going to refer to... 
prostitutes as night porters. I it sounds so much classier. I support you. I really like I it. I support you and cherish you, Scott yeah. Moore, in all of your night portering exploits. Thank you. Um, Appreciate the support. Yeah. So uh, Tira, who's mm-hmm. one of uh, one of Kenya's night porters, mm-hmm. uh, rips off a female customer. Yep. Which like. I'm glad we we got two instances of it this week, and and it's one of my favorite things. Sci-fi shows more than any other genre do this, where they don't you know put a big you know uh, like they don't make a big deal of it, but they just do little things to show that you know gay people are just part of the world. Mm-hmm. You know, you have this uh, this female prostitute, and then later on when we're dealing with um, the bio man and uh, Daytac mentions mm-hmm. a castathan who he's very sweet on, mm-hmm. it's another man, mm-hmm. and that's great. Yeah, I, I love exactly. It's great that they just put it in there, and it's not a big deal. It's well blended. Uh, yes, um, yeah. and it's just that's just how the world is. It's mm-hmm. not a deal at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so it should be. Yeah. So Tira runs, mm-hmm. and Kenny chases after her, where they inadvertently stumble upon uh, a. The bio man who's been helping deal this adreno, which mm-hmm. is the, uh, the 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 drug. It's the hot drug of choice. It's the it's for, the hot uh, stuff for so, these, these uh, this town. It's so choice, mm-hmm. so choice, so choice. How, how could it not be? I mean, my God, I wish I had access to it right now. Yeah, uh, adrenaline, a drug that's supposed to it's supposed to enhance your ability in combat, and yet later on, when Kenya is escaping mm-hmm. from this this uh, this lab. She clubs the guy with a flask, and he doesn't even see it I coming. Know. And he should be... I was expecting know, him right? to catch her arm. I was, too. I was ready for him to really, you know, yeah. throw her 50 feet backwards. What was going on there? I know. Well, I'm disappointed. Well, maybe it's just, it's just normal. It's just a normal drug. It's like meth without the, without the actual, like, freak, crazy strength. Wow. Yeah. Good thing then, you know, Lance Armstrong wasn't, wasn't around in that episode. Exactly. Hard for him to resist. It is not, it is not a... <laughs> no uh, juicing. It's not... Adreno. Adreno, not juice. That's what yeah. we learned this yes. week. Yes. Uh, um, so they inadvertently discover that uh, they've been harvesting people for yes, this you drug. Saw, you, you could see the the door, the which we learned was an ice cream truck, which I thought was even more like creepy. There was a bunch of humans yeah. tied up back there and in it, the back like, of this truck. To me, like like it was moments like that with the ice cream truck that mm-hmm. speak to the potential of this series as like more than just another sci-fi show as like a top tier series mm-hmm. like the haunting image and sound of just n- nothing around for miles yeah. but wreckage and this ice cream truck just just like driving, driving in, in the middle can, of the and, night and you can hear the the music and that's all that there is for miles and miles mm-hmm. uh with people tied up in the back to be harvested for drugs yeah. like how effing cool yeah, yeah. and messed up Yes, is that? But that's what's great. Yeah, it's like, absolutely. Th- like any show that's willing to go yeah, there, to go on that. Sign me up mm-hmm. forever. You know, like that's awesome that they're taking those kinds of making those kinds of ballsy yeah, those, moves, those bold moves. Yeah, this early, um, leaving. So they're they're kidnapped and they're put into the mm-hmm. maze, uh, which we come to discover isn't real at all. Mm-mm. We thought that it was, uh, it was, you know, a Volge infested maze. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, how did they get a Volge? In the, is that yeah, a fake right. Volge? Is yeah, someone in a yeah, Volge you even suit? Remember saying that you're like, is that a real Volge? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. no, no. Uh, we learn because, uh, of Kenya's, uh, Saint, um, let's call it Saint Finnegan, which Saint we, Finnegan. we found out more 
Yes. That really wasn't a St. Finnegan. Yes. Uh, her St. Finnegan pendant that mm-hmm. she had dropped earlier, she suddenly had again. Mm-hmm. And, we and we're knew- thinking, there's no... But I was thinking, there's no way they made that big of a blunder. Now... How did she get it back? But luckily, yeah, it was all just a dream. It was all just, all a, dream. just, a, dream. All just a nightmare machine made yeah. to harvest her mm-hmm. adrenal fluids. Mm-hmm. You know, just, just normal typical, stuff. Yeah, just future stuff. Yeah, I was gonna say it's what happens when you take too much Ambien too. Same thing. <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah, you start seeing all kinds of crazy mm-hmm. aliens. You're super afraid. Start sending emails to people in the middle of the mm-hmm, night. Mm-hmm. All kinds of great yeah, stuff. Just, yeah. Yeah. Typical. So Bad number n- number one lesson: take Ambien at night and let yourself do silly things. That is not a lesson. Don't do that. Yeah. Uh, Just say no to drugs, kids. Yeah. Uh, and, and no to Adreno. Yeah. So um, you know, you know, obviously they're rescued mm-hmm. by uh, Amanda and Nolan. Just as, just the perfect timing there. Yeah. Ulysses, the bio man, mm-hmm. is uh, is killed sadly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I was growing to like him. I know. I'm going to miss him. Yeah. He was so attached to Miko. Yeah, he was. He was really poor. happy that they were going to leave I together. Know. I was like, poor Miko. Yeah. Well, yeah. poor Ulysses. No, I know. But I mean, you know. The Miko man was, was killed. The, the bio man yeah. was in love. He was. And uh, no, I, yeah, I'm kind of sad to see him go. Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll get another one. Hope so. Um, speaking of Fingers bio men, I just want to take a quick second and um, mention, I don't know how many of you, you guys watch uh, Defiance Live, uh, but Defiance ha- is partnered with Axe. Axe is one of their mm-hmm. main sponsors, and there is a Defiance themed commercial yeah. for the new Apollo scent of Axe, mm-hmm. uh, um, which like it's it's uh, a woman being menaced by a bio man who picks up a giant rock, and then a Nolan esque guy saves her. Yep. and then she doesn't care about him. She sniffs, she sniffs, and then off in the distance. There's an astronaut. Yeah. I don't get it. I, you know what? I, I, I think it's brilliant. It's sort of like what well, you know from what, doing Mad Men and yeah. reading the podcast is you know how they're just bringing in the commercials that relate to the show. And it's sort of that blur mm-hmm. to get people to stay tuned and watch the commercials. And exactly. So people aren't watching it live and they're flipping through. It's a, it, it's a, it's a smart tactic It's right now. clever. It's very clever. And yeah, they're a huge sponsor of, uh, of the, because even when you watch it on, um, on demand, you see all their stuff. <laughs> oh, here it stuff. is. Yes. Smashes him. Yeah. Oh my God! Thank you. You're for my saving hero. Me. Yeah. Oh, but oh, wait. wait. Nothing There's... beats an astronaut right. ever. No, ever. Defiance. So if you want to be cool, guys, you're gonna be having that Axe Apollo. <laughs> Just remember I that. So, You're that's really cool. So funny. Mm-hmm. That's so funny to me that they spent the money to make the Defiance themed Axe commercial. But it's true. Nothing beats an Nothing astronaut does. ever. Nope. Not ever. even a bio man. Um, so, so true. Let's talk about. We got a lot of cool relationship stuff this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's start with Amanda and Kenya. We got a great look at their oh, dynamic yeah. which and was, their history. Which was really good, too, because I was kind of wondering. I mean, we also learned, too, that, uh, obviously, there's going to be more to this, too, that, that Amanda was appointed. Yes. So there's got to be some more background following up here of why she was appointed, why the other mayor left, what all that means. Well, let's let's talk about that right now. Let's talk about the town council. Um, the first look we get at Amanda, mm-hmm. we get a sense of, okay, how does... How does she govern? Yeah, how... And we saw the opening there with that, t- yeah. that town council meeting. How is Defiance governed? Mm-hmm. There's a town council that uh, has been making underground deals mm-hmm. without her knowledge. Yeah. She's basically a lame duck mayor. Mm-hmm. Uh, people have been going around behind her back 
and um, you know, very important yeah, people. Yeah, leaving her out of uh, decisions and decision making. Yeah, yeah. And, and and but we we get a sense of her frustration and mm-hmm. how little respect people have, and that you know. It's not necessarily people who are appointed by the people. This is not a democracy. Mm-hmm. It's whoever has the the largest business interests in mm-hmm. town is appointed to the town council. And they decide what to happen. We also mm-hmm. learn that the stasis net has not been reengaged. Yes. Uh, yes. It is still it's broken. Still destroyed, yeah. So, hasn't been fixed. Uh, the town is very vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, so Amanda is, is on her way uh is is on her way out when she's accosted by a woman in the street who uh who tells her that Kenya slept with her husband which also I kind of like the fact too that you know you think of a mayor you're like oh they're all mighty and powerful and here she's just walking out in the street yeah. and you she, just don't feel like you would see in something like today where you're just able to walk right yeah. up and and not even that but like she's like I'm sorry I'm very yeah. busy and she grabs her yeah. she's like no you're going to listen yeah, to this mm-hmm. Your your sister, mm-hmm. your sister is a dirty whore mm-hmm. who slept with my husband. Who like she's not even taking her husband to task. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like uh, my husband is a good man. If it wasn't for your dirty sister, mm-hmm. it's all who your dirty sister. Him. What she like? What she called the dirty pig? Or yeah, something dirty like that. pig of a sister. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, your mother must be so ashamed. And Amanda slaps yeah. the bee out of yeah, her. Yeah, that was uh, that yeah. was good. It was really really awesome. Um, but. It and tells her, tells yeah. her, like, uh, deal with your husband. That's yeah. his thing. That's his thing. You know? But there's something really interesting here mm-hmm. about being an elected official, mm-hmm. or not even elected, an appointed official yeah. who's running for re-election, yeah. you know, and your sister is also a very prominent member of the community, yes. but she runs a whorehouse. Yes. She, yeah, she's prominent, yes, but yeah, her type of business is maybe not so looked upon nicely by a lot of people. Well, not not only that, but like, it... it it deeply affects like her her situation is so complicated mm-hmm. you know and and who is she supposed to really ally herself with yeah her sister's not going to shut down her business no um a lot of people in the town approve of the business because they use it of course or they they go there to drink or mm-hmm. whatever and she's she's well liked mm-hmm. among a lot of the community yeah but how do you think that this will affect her chances at in, in this election well, you know, it's sort of like anything else in, in politics. Is it really going to be a big deal when it comes down to when people are voting or whoever's voting on her? And how I don't even know how that whole voting thing works. I don't even know. Yeah, well, we do, that's another thing. We, we don't, don't know. know how people are, are elected or chosen or how that all happens. Well, most people so. are chosen are chosen to be on the council. Mm-hmm. She, the mayor, appoints them. Yeah, but the but how she gets obviously she was appointed by the previous mayor for right. own reasons at this point. But how does she get reelected? Well, I think it... she was she she left because of her health. You know, she's always got that breathing. Yes, stick. we know she had a breathing. But I'm wondering if there's more to that as she hasn't been around. And I'm sure she's going to come back and yeah, future episodes explain her whole mission and reasons why she's doing the things she's doing as well. But yeah, um, I don't know. I I don't think it will. Um, as we were talking, you, you see as she talks to her sister yeah. and kind of ask her why she's doing what she's doing. Yeah. You know, why she couldn't be doing something else. And Kenya's basically like, I I have fun. I like what I'm doing. Uh, yeah. You know. You're not my parent. Yeah. You can't tell me I, what to do. <laughs> I like sex. I, I run a good business. I'm getting paid well. She used she used that phrase that's so old world of yeah, you. Yeah, old world. Which yeah. is like, is, is really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Attitudes have changed a lot. This is basically, mm-hmm. we're back to the frontier. Mm-hmm. And in the frontier, you know, as long, like, as long as you were sex positive, mm-hmm. 
you know, you could see it as a business and 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 handle it that way. You know, when the Pale Wars were happening, she was only like four or five years old. Mm-hmm. She was very young. Yeah. She doesn't really remember a life before. Yeah, like saying the old world, the way things were. Yeah, and and the the age of Puritanism mm-hmm. is long gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, I think that it it still brings to fact. Which I love about sci-fi too, are like what's going on in the world today and the real world of what's happening, and bring that into these type of stories. And that's, you know, something that's ongoing in today's world. Yeah. And having judgmental issues if someone was running a brothel or a whorehouse or whatever it is, you know, how, how are people going to be? Most people are going to be very judgmental towards yeah. that. But what if it was something that wasn't illegal? Like, for example, I, I read an article today about um, how Reddit's gone wild community mm-hmm. has, uh, has, has grown and changed over the last few years. I don't know if you're aware of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, imagine someone who is running for public office and a relative of theirs uh, regularly posts photos to, the, uh, to mm-hmm. that subreddit because they v- value their body and they mm-hmm. want to share it, and that's just a choice that they mm-hmm. want to make. Uh, it, the parallel isn't necessarily the same, but there's, there's something to be said. No, but there is, yeah, there about is something to be said about that. Being sex positive mm-hmm. in this age and in mm-hmm. the age of defiance and how it's starting to be viewed differently. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And... We'll see what the repercussions are, if it is going to affect her or not. Yeah, I think... Affect Amanda. I think think that it will, uh, somewhere down the line. But Amanda comes to get new respect for Kenya over the course of this episode. They have this Mm -hmm. fight at the top, Mm -hmm. uh, and then, of course, Kenya is kidnapped. And in the process of trying to find her, Amanda has this great scene with Stama. Yes. Who, at at first, like, it's right after Daytac refuses to look for for Kenya which is a great scene and we'll it get is. we'll get to it in yeah. just a bit but she comes up to her and she's like you know a lot of women in this town especially the night porters don't look at me in the street mm-hmm. but your sister comes up to me and gives me the biggest hug that she possibly can and she says thank you for sharing your husband he is a wonderful man and that just kind of blew my mind in terms of just how differently Kenya views the world from everyone else. Mm-hmm. And that it is, it's a valid argument if you're willing to accept what it is. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. I, I mean, there's that cynical side of me, too, that was thinking, okay, well, Stama has a reason for doing right. that. And she's going to be all sweet because she wants something. And that, that was that's, true. Uh, so that was my part. I was thinking she should be running for mayor with her connivingness, but... We'll get yeah. more into that in a little bit, too. Oh, I love... This was a great episode for yeah, everybody. Really Stama was. had a great episode. She really did. Yeah. So, um, we get all this backstory mm-hmm. about Amanda and Kenya. We see at the top, it makes it look like, you know, their mother died Yeah, that's by what explosion. you're led to believe at, yeah. the, at the beginning there. But actually, Amanda had been hiding from Kenya from all these years. And this, like, broke my heart. Mm-hmm. That her mother was just going to leave her behind, yeah. And Amanda refused to leave Kenya behind as as soldiers were advancing. So their mom just said, yeah. "You'll know where I'll be." Yep. See you later. And runs. Yeah. She's like, "I see you." Brutal. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, like Kenya said earlier, you know, you didn't raise me; I raised me. Mm-hmm. Heartbreaker to be carrying this around for all these all years. These years, yeah. How do you think that that this colors their relationship from Amanda's perspective? You know, she cares about her a lot, and then to watch her become a prostitute. 
I mean, again, it's sort of that same thing. Like any other, if you're going back to a relationship and she has a whole unique perspective there being sort of like that mother figure for her younger sister. So I definitely imagine that she's feeling, you know, having this heavy heart, wishing that she would do something else, you know? So, of course, I I think there's, and and also I think she has a little bit of judgmental things with that as well. Yeah. Because she came from the old world and she may not look upon it as positively as other people do as her being a night porter yeah but i think more importantly it's just having to carry that burden all those years and not being able to be truthful to her sister is is more intense than i think her relationship of what she's doing yeah as far as a job also it kind of when you think about the timeline of this show nolan's a little bit older than kenya yes he's a little bit he's well he was like eight or nine when the votans Mm -hmm. first showed up Mm -hmm. so you know, if she was like four or five in the middle of the Pale Wars, which lasted about 15 years, mm-hmm. he might be like 10 years older than her, maybe. Yeah, that's not so bad. Ah, it's the new world. Nah. You know, live a little. Nah, no, 10 years. Who cares? Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, we got some new we got some new aliens this week. Mm-hmm. We got we got Jared, J-E-R-E-D, mm-hmm. who is a Liberata, who's a Which bartender. I love liberata. the liberata. I want more liberata. I, mean, I want more. I want more sensoths. We got another sensoth this more week. Sensoths. Those, um, those are my people. They're they're so cute. They're so weird looking. Mm-hmm. They're like they're like Wookies crossed with orangutans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or yeah, some kind of monkey Wookie. Yeah, hybrid thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm just going to talk really quickly about iTunes. Uh, thanks, guys, for keeping us in the top ten of AfterBuzz yes. TV's podcast. As, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, tell your friends to watch this show because it's really good, and tell them to watch or listen to tell our everybody. show and subscribe to us on iTunes. Please rate us and comment. Uh, like we, us, we, yeah. Tell us what you think. We really want to know what you think, and mm-hmm. we love our fans. And please communicate with us on Twitter and keep watching the show because yeah. we we love doing it. And the show is only getting better. Yeah, so keep watching yes. the show so the show can keep going yes. on as well. And on Monday, Monday, uh, what, mo- Monday the, the, the 13th. Monday the right? 13th, yes. yes. We have Grant Bowler. Yeah, he's going to be here. The Star of Defiance is going to be here in the studio yeah. with us, so be sure to tune in at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time uh, so that you can tweet us your questions for Grant. We're yeah, so excited to so have great. him. Which is why we need to catch up so we're ready to go. Yes. Uh, so let's talk, since we're talking about Grant, let's talk mm-hmm. about Nolan and Daytac. We had an awesome opening this week mm-hmm. where uh, where Nolan stops a shipment or, or these drug dealers who are dealing uh, Adreno yeah. in, the, in, the, uh, in the hollows. That was great because I also love the whole opening there, you know, sort of like that vignette. You could see like what the townspeople were doing, what yeah. was going on. It was a normal day and they're driving down this little alleyway there in the hollows. And, and then all of a sudden... Uh, yeah, they were so talking good. about getting a bowl of pow yeah, later, a bowl pow. and then uh, and then Nolan stops them. He grabs their shipment mm-hmm. of weapons and the money, and he's like, "I'm going to shut Daytac Tar down. Mm-hmm. Nobody leaves a body on my doorstep That's and gets right. away with it." And I was so happy that and, they and he was going to have the Daytac uh, retirement plan by taking yeah, that money. Exactly. I, I need one of those right now, or like and the Daytac gonna... retirement fund yeah, or plan, yeah, plan, whatever. But yeah. I need I need a Daytac retirement plan going for me right now. Yeah. So Nolan actually kind of got shown up this. Week after that mm-hmm. awesome opening, you know, uh, Daytac had a point when he was he taking did. him around later on, showing he had him a the very hollows. good point, and I actually thought it was really well done because yeah. you know there was that scene earlier where he was talking about the whole respect thing, and I'm thinking, here we go again. Daytac thinking he's 
yeah. so important. But he has that very good point when they're walking around the hollows, and he says it's not all about you know head thumping and yeah. being all beast like. It's it's about the connections that yeah. you have with the townspeople, and there's reasons behind why people do what they do, which was I think he had a very good point there. Yeah. Well, Nolan is a soldier; he's not a detective. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he needs to develop that yeah, side he doesn't of have himself. That, that background. Exactly. Uh, so I think it was a really cool scene. And mm-hmm. obviously, Daytac, it, it looked like he was trying to reach out and actually make a connection with him. But obviously, he was just planning to play him yet again. Yep. To which Nolan showed that he does have a bit of a detective side, you know, noticing that uh, that our castathan friend mm-hmm. was afraid of Daytac, even though Nolan was the one with the gun yeah, in his hand. He was more afraid of Daytac than, than of Nolan. Yeah. Uh, really, really cool sequence, and I, I love how these two continually get positioned mm-hmm. as uh, as equals. And I'm glad that that offense of dumping the body on his doorstep mm-hmm. did not go un unanswered yeah. for too many episodes because it was a big deal. It was a very big deal, and I do like you're saying. I do like this back and forth between these two characters. Yeah. It's very fierce, and they don't let it breathe for mm-hmm. too long, which they shouldn't. And I'm no. really happy with what the writing staff has been doing with the two of them. And now Daytac got what he wanted. He's on the town yes. council. Which was, you know, again, great, because he didn't say... Because that was the thing, too, when, when he was talking about this whole respect thing. Yeah. Just, like, I think any other viewer out there was thinking the same thing. Well, what what kind of respect? What does she have to do? So it was great when Stama came and talked to her afterwards, told her exactly yeah. what some great, she had to do there. Some great Lady Macbething. Oh my God, yeah. so good. Uh, and then of course, uh. at the end of the episode, Nolan recognizing, yes. you know, Daytac's not the one I should be watching. Oh, You're the was, dangerous one. Oh, it gives one. me chills, just that whole and ending then, right there. And then she's, she's like, like knitting some kind of, with those, oh, those with, metallic, look. and she's like, You're so sweet. So sweet. Oh, so good. Yeah, we, so we good. audibly excre- exclaimed, yes! Yes, we did. Uh, I mean, just chills. That was so great, that ending right there. So Because uh, awesome. we've been talking about that since the very beginning, how she's so conniving. Yeah. And it's she just plays it so well. Yeah, so I'm really happy uh, that... Delicious. The more we, the further we get into the series, the more everyone mm-hmm. is on, g- coming to be on the same page. They understand who ev- no one's coming to understand who everyone yeah. is in this town and how he relates to them who he should be watching and the writers are allowing these relationships to advance and evolve at a very fast very clip. fast clip but it's also good for us as the viewers too to know these backstories so it's been nice you know finally to get that backstory of yeah. okay with amanda and kenya w- w- where they came from what happened w- yeah. you know how they ended up being where they are today so it just helped us get to know each of these characters yeah. a little bit more in depth, which is just, I, I love that when I can it's get vital. a good, fleshed out character and I know what's going on in the background and why they react the way they do. Because that's paramount to why characters do what they do. Yes. And I'm, I, I their appreci- motivations are. I appreciate a show that's willing to burn through story quickly mm-hmm. because it means they're not afraid of running out. Yeah. And it will, they will continue to keep it. Yeah, because that's the problem when you, yeah, when you keep those those stories where they're afraid to do that, and it just drags out way too long. And you get bored. You're like, okay, now it's too much. You get bored. Yeah. Um, Speaking of stories, we get further advancement in the relationship between Rafe McCauley and his son Mm -hmm. Quentin. Uh, who got way developed this week. Yeah, they had a really good moment with that, too. Oh, my God. You know, they had that really? fight where uh, the L7 shaft mm-hmm. got closed off. Quentin was supposed to work it. Yeah. Rafe says he's not ready, yeah, and Quentin and just goes so off. so pissed off, which rightfully so, you know? You got, like, you got that as a kid, and your dad's kind of trying to, to prevent you to do what you need to do kind of thing. You were ready to go down there and work, and you're excited, and your dad's like, no, 
not yeah. gonna happen. And then so, uh, typical. Yeah. So he blows up. Father son stuff. And then he walks away and raves like, "If you tell anybody about this, I will drop your dead body <laughs> down a mine shaft." And I'm so happy that Rafe has a little gangster to him. Yeah, which we talked about on the the last episode, which was great. But then again, we saw that warm side of him again yes and that moment that he had with his son which i thought was so good because at first when he starts out saying oh you're not luke you're never going to be luke yeah i was thinking oh my god now here's like the dad playing favorites kind of thing but then he goes in this whole really sweet warm moment with the son i was like wow this is great i love that moment i love you too i love you in a completely different Different way way. and i respect you yes and your professionalism and it goes on and on i thought wow that's really that was awesome yeah and then he let that moment he lets him in on the secret Mm -hmm. our our secret golden yes thing still and we're still now trying to figure out what that is can i call it until we have a name the golden web of mystery yes yes because it looks like a web yes uh the golden web of mystery gwm for the gwm for short uh, they go down into the L7 mm-hmm. shaft and discover human bones. Yep. Uh, an old lantern that looks old enough to be, you know, 18th or like 1800s even. Uh, and yeah. a bunch of cave paintings. Cave paintings, which was fascinating to me. I'm like, cave paintings? Like, yeah. what? But What's they, they seem to depict the Votan races mm-hmm. and then some large godlike being yes. that's holding the golden web yes. of mystery and then a silver web yeah. of mystery. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm wondering... And there's some kind of symbolism in the yeah. middle of this godlike being as well was drawn out. Here's what I'm wondering. Did humans somehow summon the Votans to Earth? Mm. Good question. And I wonder if this is the evidence. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure we're going to learn more about it in the Good episodes point with to come. the whole cave painting things because I kept trying to figure out why are they doing cave paintings? What is that? Yeah, was that did that even come from humans or did that come from some other alien race that was somehow yeah. doing this? You know? um, so we're we're speculating. So let's mm-hmm. just call this uh, speculation time. Yeah. Um, yeah, you were already speculating. There. I know you were doing some speculating. Yeah, I think uh, so. We we know that the old mayor wants to get into this cave mm-hmm. because of something that else that is buried there. Yes, but it couldn't. It could potentially be the thing that has already been unearthed. It could, could be. or you know, um, and just the evidence of these cave paintings. Yes. But obviously, this is something very very important. Yes, because even Rafe says that he thinks Luke was killed because of this object. Yes, this GWM here, the Golden Web Mystery. Yeah, so it is very important. And how? Why? To be determined. To be determined. T-E-D. Um, I think it, it's time for us to wrap up our our episode. Final thoughts, Scott Moore? Well, here's a final thought for you. I'd like to know, how much is a script worth in U.S. dollars? <laughs> you know, they keep talking yeah. about 20 scripts, 200 scripts. How much is that? I need a conversion rate here. I don't, I don't know, even know man. what I'm working with they're, here. They're light on on uh, on natural resources that we know yeah. about. So I need to know what a script is worth. Let me yeah. know, guys. Yeah, if you, let if us... you have any idea what the conversion rate is. Yeah. How like how much Jaja yeah. is that script worth? Yeah. Script and Jaja mm-hmm. meaning the same thing. Yes. Um I want to know more about our, our hidden cavern. I wanted yeah. a nice solid shot. We didn't get up too many good looks at what was on the wall. No. Um, and Which, again, done on purpose. And I think... Uh, nice way of just letting this in a little bit, but not yeah. all the way. The internet community is definitely going to look at all of that over the next week. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully we'll get some nice, juicy analysis mm-hmm. to ask Grant Bowler about right. on Monday. Maybe we'll get him to sing something, too. Yes. <laughs> Cannot wait for that. Um, cool, man. Well... I am so excited for Monday. I'm Scott, too. Scott Moore, tell them where they can find you. Uh, 
You can find me on the old Twitter at SMAN80. That's S-M-A-N-8-0. And also wrapping up uh, The Celebrity Apprentice here Sunday nights on the good old Afterbus. Where can they find you? Well, you can find me on Twitter at, at Matt Lieberman. That's M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. You can also find me here on Afterbuzz TV on the Doctor Who After Show and on the Mad Men After Show. Uh, we do Doctor Who Tuesdays at 7 p.m. and Mad Men Sundays at 9 p.m., I believe, Pacific Standard Time. Uh, you can also find sketch comedy that I take part in online at VLYTV.com. Thank you guys so much for watching and or listening, and we will see you on Monday with Grant Bowler. Yeah. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 